Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, your go-to source for all things Disney. With me today is Renee, and today we are talking about those attractions, experiences, snacks that seem to have this intense cult following, and then we're going to let you know what we think. Uh, But we decided, both Renee and I, that we need to start with a disclaimer. So please keep listening to us if you don't agree with us. That's fine. We get it. We know everyone has their favorites for their own reason, and it's great. But I feel like there are just certain attractions that you always hear people talk about. And sometimes your response is either why or like, yes, this is my ride or die. And there's like no in between. A hundred percent. Like, and we had such a hard time putting this list together and narrowing it down. Like we've already decided and Bridget couldn't be with us today, but I have known Bridget for so long that in my head, I know what some of her likes and dislikes would be. So there will be a part two. I like <laughs> if you, if you're offended now and we've missed something to offend you or tell you, that's also your favorite. I promise we will have a second episode of this yes, because-, because you're right. There's so many, there's so many different things. So we, we decided to stick with like the classics ones that everybody would know. So whether you've been to Disney a million times or you're considering going for the first time, these are probably things you've heard about or heard people talking about. So I think we'll, we have, I think we have 10 today that we're going to cover and it's everything. It's not just attractions. It's some snacks. It's, it's kind of the things that you hear people associate or you see on shirts or things like that, that have like that big cult following to them. So it's kind of be like a hit or miss type of thing. So Mm -hmm. we'll each kind of give what the attraction is or what the topic is. We'll do our hit or miss and why, and then we'll move on to the next one and I'm sure we will get some, you know, the, the disclaimers there, guys. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. There's going to be some that we may agree on. There may be some that we don't agree on. But, you know, I, I know even some of these, like, my family is split 50-50. So I, I think it's going to be interesting. Um, so uh, the first one, this is this is the one that I, I probably get the, I hear the most. And it's it's Peter Pan's flight. Yes. What do you think, Nicole? So I am on team Peter Pan. Like I I get it. (laughs) I I understand why people are like, why is this line so long? But I love, now granted, I won't wait 70 minutes in line to ride Peter Pan, but I will prioritize prioritize it with Jeannie. But I will tell you, there's just something so magical about, um, riding in it because what's different is you know this is a ride for all ages all heights but you're suspended above the air so the track is above so you really feel like you're stepping into this magical pirate ship and then you're viewing different scenes from peter pan but you know the cast members as they're walking on the track and they're waiting for that bar to lower and then they just sprinkle their hand over you like they're thick they place pixie dust and then the bar falls um and again like my kids think they're flying think that the cast members really did that to me it it really encapsulates that disney classic attraction i i am team peter pan all the way tink is tink is my girl she was my very first favorite disney character and i I love this one i love the queue waiting through it so if you do have to wait in line it is such a fun interactive one i don't want to give anything away that 
they have done enhancements to it mm-hmm. and kind of upgrades as far as, you know, I love all of the mo I should say I love most of the old Disney rides where they have a lot of like the black lights and things like that, yes. but they've added, you know, like fiber optics in there. And my favorite part is always going over London. Like I think oh, that's yes. so sweet. Like, and just the idea of it in Mermaid Lagoon. Yeah, I think that's also a good one. But again, it's and people don't understand. I think the biggest thing to to point out is that the reason that the the line is so long, it is one of the original attractions. So even though it's running continuously, there's just only so many ride vehicles that that ride can right. can actually accommodate. But it, it's the nostalgia trap for me that I just I have to do it every time. But I do. I I will walk by if it's a seventy five minute. <laughs> I'm not doing it. It will be, it will be a genie pass for me or a rope drop for sure. Yep. Okay. So number two, Dole Whip. Oh, all right. Okay. (laughs) It's a food one, right? So of course (laughs) I'm full of opinions apparently. All right. So I love Dole Whip. I love Dole Whip the most in Animal Kingdom where it has rum in it <laughs> because I think that Dole Whip at Disneyland is different because in Florida it melts too fast. Okay. And I like the seasonal offerings that they have at the Polynesian of Dole Whip. So like okay. the variations of it. So if I'm eating Dole Whip in Disneyland, 100%. And I love the fact that you can eat it inside the Tiki Room at Disneyland, which they don't allow you to do at Walt Disney World. So for me, there's nothing that will drive me to try a Dole Whip. I won't buy into the hype. <laughs> I don't like pineapple. I don't care what people say. I'm not going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just no, absolutely there's, not. There's so many things at the parks for me to eat that I love already that I'm not going to. And I will say you can now use um, mobile ordering to get the Dole Whips, but the line is so long. So like, I will never wait in line for something that I'm pretty sure I'm not going to like to begin with. And it's melted. I'm going to be honest. Like it, it's melted by the time. If you go to Florida and it's not January or February, you are having Dole Whip soup. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people like the citrus swirl, which is like team Dole Whip or team citrus swirl. I, I, again, if I'm at Disneyland, it's a must do. If I'm at Walt Disney World, it's I could, I could probably leave it. Interesting. Okay. All right. So this one, I, <laughs> I have never done and I have many reasons for it, which I'll go into, but I need to know what you think first. Country bear jamboree. I hate the country bear jamboree. It's- the only way you catch me in country bear jamboree is if I'm walking to Frontierland and there is a downpour and I need to get out of the rain. And even then I may choose the rain. Um, and it was just recently, we were on a family trip a couple of years ago. My sister's like, let's do it. I'm like, have you done it? And she's like, people love it. And I was like, all right, send the kids through. You let me know what they think. And I just remember my nephew coming out and he's like, the bears were singing about blood. And he was like, so confused. I just don't, and don't get me wrong. I love animatronics and I love the shows in each land at magic kingdom. I do not love the Country Bear Jamboree. And I know that I have just alienated myself from some of our dream designers who were like the most hardcore Country Bear Jamboree fans. But it is not for like, I think something like I I can go with like, eh, it was fine. This is like a hard pass for me. 
I am 100% there with you. It gives me, and again, love pirates, love things like that with the animatronics, but this is just freaky, like (laughs) Chuck E. Cheese vibes for me. Like, I don't know if I have some PTSD as a child or something. I don't know. I don't even like when they're out walking around. <laughs> I know. And I always feel bad because they're always out like waving to the kids. And, my kids yeah, like, and I'm like, yeah, I know. 100% of beeline. And, and you're right. Like there are, we have some very dear dream designers in our company that love it. Like, and it's like so important in their family. And I, I love that for them. And I think it's so sweet and there are stories behind it, but it freaks me out. Yes. 100% freaks me out. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think, I think I'd rather have like soggy wet shoes than go in there. <laughs> and now, and now half our listeners are gone. Like, I know. They're done. They please, don't even care about the other us. seven. Please stay with us. Like, it's like I would sit in Philhar Magic all day and chant yeah. to your room back to back. This is just not, this is not my jam. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go to something that I think we can both agree with to make sure our listeners don't leave us. Mm-hmm. So number four, we put drinking around the world in Epcot. Absolutely. Now, <laughs> I love this. Like, we've done this for my daughter's 21st birthday. We've, like, I've done it with girlfriends for my 40th and for other, like, adult trips when we've gone. We have gone when we're doing it as a, like, as a family. My husband and I will do it, but we will share a drink because there is nothing like a sloppy drunk adult in a in a theme park like let's just remember like yes it's fun it's such a fun thing to do however don't lose don't lose it at disney like nobody wants to see that you don't want to be kicked out of disney and never be able to bring your kids again because you're deciding to take a nap in a fountain and in france i think we all saw that around the internet like that was not a good look for anybody but right everything is like drink responsibly within limits but like yes it is is. and what i like I mean, for me, I don't drink, but I could eat around the world. Like anything around the world is great. And what I like mm-hmm. is there's so much for the kids to see and do in each country that it's easy to keep their attention so that you can enjoy this as an adult. If you if you can't take, you know, a 21 plus trip with all of your friends or family. Um, so I, I would definitely agree with you that this this would live up to the hype. Yeah. And, and I'm curious to hear what our listeners think on that one. Yes. I think it's going to, I think that one might be 50, 50. I don't know. I mean, I know it's a strong opinion thing from both sides of it. And I don't know, you know, it's just always interesting to hear kind of what people's thoughts are about that. Um, now I think this one's funny because you mentioned this one and I think I know what you think about it, but I'm also like a little nervous, like what oh. your response is going to be. I know we should say that Renee and I made this list, but we didn't, we didn't tell each other how we felt about it. No, I think there was one thing that we didn't include in our list, which we both equally despise so much, other than Country Bears, apparently, that we just didn't even put it on there because we're like, that's not entertaining. I know. Um, Haunted Mansion. Love. Again. Thank God. I thought we were not going to be able to be friends. (laughs) No, I will buy into this classic attraction every every time. And I love having the doom buggy to myself. Like I always like yes. the kids to go sit with my husband. Cause I just want to sit back and listen to the speaker and listen to the story as we go through. I love, love, love. I think this attraction lives up to all of the hype. Absolutely. I haunted mansion was like the number one thing. I don't know what kind of weird creepy kid I was, but the very first time I ever went to Disneyland at four years old, it was the one I wanted to do. I, my mom for, I think it was like my 21st birthday or something 
bought me the stretching portraits, like the full size ones. And my father-in-law actually made me frames that look like the ones from the ride. And they're in my dining room. Like, and people will come over and look at them and be like, that, that, that's some interesting art. Like they have no idea what it's from. Like, cause I don't have, I love Disney and I have Disney in my office, but I don't have a lot of it throughout my house yes. except for there. But absolutely. My, my goal in life is to visit every version of Haunted Mansion around the world. And like I could before sing, I, die. I could sing Grim Grinning Ghosts all year long. Yes. Like I right? just, I just, I love it. I love everything about it. Um, I love how it kind of goes from like spooky, creepy to like, and, and, you know, not scary, but then it goes into this fun, entertaining scene in the graveyard and just watching, you know, the ballroom with all of the ghost dancing is just, I, I you know, I, I'm pretty sure this goes back to the fact that Halloween is my favorite holiday. So it hits, it hits every angle of Halloween, I feel like. And it's just, yeah, for us, for sure, this is a must do. And it's so cool when they do Mickey's Not So Scary because they, again, I don't want to give too much away, but they do like magical enhancements while you're waiting in line, which is really cool. Um, And then I don't know if you watch the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, but the fact that, is it Mary, it's Mary Blair, right? Yes. That is Madame Leota. Mm -hmm. And then her daughter went in and I think did the overlay for, is it for Nightmare in Disneyland Nightmare Before Christmas or something, she did like a, a remake of Madame Leota. So her daughter did it, yes. who now works for Disney. And how she used to tell her kids, because at the end where she's like, you know, see you real soon, her voice, like she'd walk through the park in the morning before it would open and hear her mom's voice and like tell people when her kids were riding the ride, like wave to grandma. And people are like, why is your kid <laughs> waving to Madame Leota? But like, I feel like there's so much cool stuff behind it. Yeah. And, you know, Raleigh Crump is one of my most favorite Disney Imagineers ever. Like I, he's so funky and fun and I'm so sad he's not with us anymore, but like, to hear how it went from his mind and the whole creation process. Like if you have not watched that episode, yeah. it's fast. And I think there's a behind the attraction as well. Like I think they covered it in two different things on Disney plus, but it's, if you like haunted mansion, like do yourself the service of sitting yeah. down and watching those because it'll suck you yeah. in. And what's it. And I forget which one it is, but it, it, they actually talk about how the riot is like half spooky, scary and how the other half is supposed to be somewhat comical and that was the compromise they came to when they were creating this attraction to begin with. So the whole the whole thing is just fascinating. I love I love 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 this one. And it's one of the last ones I think that Walt like had some influence over because he didn't yes. get to see it open. He didn't yeah. make it to that, but I think that's like how the vision kind of changed and how they still found a way to honor what he wanted with it, which is kind of cool too. Okay, number 6, we're going to leave the attractions and talk about food, Mickey waffles. This is such a pass for me. <laughs> I, I like when I saw this on your list, I was like, oh God. Like <laughs> I I don't think they are good. I know that people love them. I love the idea of them. I love the shape of them. Somewhere I had them, and I don't know if it was at Crystal Palace that they do them like a churro. So they have like Ooh. a cinnamon sugar on them. Those were those were good. I will eat those, but they call it like poo French toast or something like that. I don't know. Yes. But I think they're dense. I think they're either over or undercooked. Every single time I've had them, 
I, it, this is a hundred percent a pass for me. Like I see people take pictures of them. And even when I'm on the cruise ship, I'm like, nope. <laughs> so I will say this, there's no breakfast food that I will turn down. So for me, breakfast food is like pizza, like any of it is good, but I'm with you. Um, unless they're cooked perfectly and you get it where they're not too crispy. Um, it, it's hard, but I will say like my kids, my kids are ride or die Mickey waffles. Like we have to stay somewhere that has Mickey waffles. They have to eat it. The one thing that I like for kids is that it's easy for them to eat. They can eat it whole, yes. they can take it, dunk it, eat it. It's great to have like a great breakfast food, like on the go, something that if we're, you know, on the bus or walking to the park that they have in their hand that they can eat totally fine. Um, but I'm with you. They don't, you know, I will, I will go for the pancakes or like for Chef Mickey's, I go for the cheesy potatoes over the waffles. Right. And I mean, I've had them in so many different places and like, I think I try it every single time and I'm like, oh, it's going to be different. Like, oh, it's got a Star Wars design on it or it's got this or, you know, and I'm like, every time I'm like, I don't know if it's the, it's like the golden malted mix that maybe I don't like. Like, I love the shape of it. I love the idea of it, but. It is never one that I'm like, I have to have that. But my kids love them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Think they're delicious. It's yeah. like their fan favorite. So like I said, some of these, my family is like gung-ho for and, and I'm just picky. If you see me in the park and we're character dining and we have plates filled with Mickey waffles, I, I, I'm i telling you, we eat them. But I, I'm on the same fairies with you. I don't think they're nearly as delicious as the thought is that they are. Yep. Now this one, if Bridget were here, let me just say... <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I think I know that she is a team love on this one. Okay. Journey into imagination with our little friend Figment at Epcot. Do you want to go first? I'm interested to hear what you have to say since I already know what All I right. think. <laughs> so I feel like there's a disclaimer I have to give because I'm so going to offend somebody. I know. Oh, I- we're going to be split on this. Excellent. Okay. I think Figment is cute. The idea of him, the story behind him. Whatever the guy's name is, the scientist or whatever, he creeps me out. Nigel creeps me out. Like, I love his voice. I love his accent. But there's something about it. I I remember loving this when I was a kid and when Captain EO was next to it. Like, that's dating myself a bit. Like, not the remake of Captain EO, but like when the ride, the show was originally there. I remember loving this. I feel like every time I write it, I get very excited to write it. But I feel like it's always broken. And if they just like fix some of the original things or I, I I remember it in my mind being longer, I think, and like more interactive. And I feel like there was a spot where you stopped and there was actually somebody in the room like doing one of the experiments. I don't know. It To me, like the song gets stuck in my head. I like the song. I think it's cute. I think Figment's cute. I don't need everything Figment, but I feel like it could be better than what it is. Not like total overhaul it, but just like fix it up, I guess. And see, I would say no, I love Journey into Imagination. I am on team love. So I will I will support Bridget if she is on this side too. I'm pretty I sure remember- her and Cora are obsessed with it, I yeah. think. So I remember the first time we did it, it was one we always skipped because I didn't know much about it. And if you don't know, you're on this journey with Figment, who uses his imagination as you go through your five senses. And it's about using more than your five senses. You need to use your imagination. So I remember for the longest time, we skipped it. And for whatever reason, something happened one day. And I told my husband, this is when Fast Pass was still a thing. 
I said, oh, I just got a fast pass for Journey to Imagination because really that's all that was left. Go through and let me know how it is. And he's like, eh, whatever. So the kids really liked it. So I went through and first time through, I was like, yes, I love this ride. I will never skip it. It is one of my must do's at Epcot. And I know it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but for me, I think it's just cute and quirky and it's a fun way to explore the five senses. I love the song. Um, I will say like Nigel's face on the moon at the very end. I could do right. without that. That's um, like that's, that's stuck like, in your brain. But that's the only that's the only thing. Um, I love I love it. And then the other thing that I like too, and what I love about Epcot is when you get out of the ride, it you can go explore the five senses. You can go play on the musical floor and make music. You can do like a giant Simon on the wall and try to remember the musical notes or conduct an orchestra with figment. So I like that the ride sort of extends beyond. Um, but no, for me, it was, I had avoided it and never done it because I just didn't think I would like it. And then all it took was once. And I was like, yes, I will do figment every time. My fa I will say this, uh, my immediate family, fine with it. Extended family. When we do big family trips, they hate figment. And it makes me so mad. And I'm like, I don't understand what you don't love about this. And they're like, everything. We don't love anything about this. I'm like, no, it's great. You're all wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's not a full, it's not a full miss. I will ride it every time I go. But I always think that. Like, no. I'm like, this could be a little bit better. And I love the like, I buy, it, but... I buy, I buy into it. Like, I buy the figment merch during the festivals. Like, my son has the figment, like, cuddle ease and figment ears. Like, we're, we're team figment. Yeah, I think I have some pins with figment from, from festivals, but I don't think I own anything else. But I think it's he's cute. I but yes, you're right. That creepy moon Nigel at the end. Oh no. Yes. That's that lives rent free in your brain for the rest of the day. I don't I don't know. But <laughs> Okay. Number eight, monorail resorts. Mm. I love the Polynesian. I like going around to the monorail resorts, especially like at the holidays and things like that. I think sometimes staying at them is not as necessary. And I probably felt differently before the Skyliner opened because I am team Skyliner resorts through and through now. Interesting. 100%. Like I love that I can easily get to Epcot and Hollywood Studios because I mean, we love Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, but our family probably frequents those parks the most. So for us, like we do a day at Magic Kingdom. We're not doing multiple days. So for us, it's not as convenient. I love the monorail. I love that I can do like a monorail, like crawl and do like a progressive dinner on it and do appetizers and drinks and, you know, dinner at them. But I, I just, I don't know. I think people really are like drawn to it, but it's... I feel like you can still have a great trip and not stay on the monorail. So that's my thing. I hate the obsession with the monorail because I like those resorts like Grand Floridian, Polynesian, beautiful. Contemporary, because I'm lazy, you can't beat the location um, because I like to do Magic Kingdom multiple times. But I don't see the allure of the monorail. And here's why. And and, and I know like I'm going to I'm going to throw people off. But whenever and someone's like, I must stay on the monorail. And I was like, well, why? It doesn't take you to all four parks. Like the best deluxe resort is going to get you great access to two parks, no more. So like to me, being in the yacht and beach area, which is my favorite, 
Um, same thing, quick access to Epcot and Hollywood Studios, but I like walking. I like knowing that I can get to the park when I want to and leave and I don't have to time anything out. But two, that's what I say about the monorail. I was like, well, two of the three have walking paths to Magic Kingdom. So I'm going to walk every time over taking the monorail. I was like, and then to get to Epcot, I hate that I have to transfer. And sometimes I find it's quicker on a bus from Wilderness than it is to get from Epcot from the Grand Floridian. So I, I just, I like, I, I like the monorail. I like those resorts. I don't agree with the obsession of being on the monorail. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Like I think, and I think that's where it comes from. Like, I think it's, uh, there's just so many more resorts to explore. You know what I mean? Like we love animal kingdom lodge. Like when my husband and I go, we love that. And wilderness lodge, you neither one of those have a skyline or a monorail, but if you didn't know, you wouldn't enjoy it. But when we're going for like food and wine or flower and garden, we want to stay, you know, yacht or beach, you know, and especially if it's in the summer for the pool. So I feel like if you're just like, I think, I think what you're saying is right. Like the people that are like, no, I will only stay at those three resorts and I will only stay on the monorail. And you're like, but there's so much more. Yes. That's it. It's, it's, for those who can't get out of the mindset that there's anything beyond the monorail, I think that's what irks me the most. Yep. I agree. I agree. Okay. So this one, my family is a thousand percent split as are most of my extended family that I take with me. Carousel of progress. Go. I like it. Um, I love the song. Great big, beautiful tomorrow. I find it very catchy. My kids love the last scene. They think it's hilarious with the futuristic family using uh, virtual reality technology, like it's going to be this huge, big thing. So, I mean, I think they get a kick out of it. We'll do it. Um, But for me, Carousel of Progress is more a great way if we need to kill 20 minutes to get out of the heat to rest for the weather it's not something we love but i like it so my daughter and i absolutely adore this ride and i call it a ride even though it's actually a show i love the again it's the history about it behind behind it that i love um i think it i i love how the dog like progresses throughout the scenes i love the little sketching figure at the end in that last scene and the oven like that's hilarious yes like grandma's (laughs) kicking everybody's butt um the song for sure and they have some of the best air conditioning that there is which is so nice (laughs) um my and i like that there's never a wait really like i think i've maybe waited once in my life but my husband loves it for napping my son enjoys it my daughter loves it so much that she actually has a tattoo of the gears from Carousel of Progress that she got when she was in college. And she did not do the Disney college program. She just loves it. I love the idea of a great big beautiful tomorrow. I like how they add in history and like what's culturally going on at that time. And, you know, as far as like advancements, I I just think it's so neat. And again, for me, it's those original Imagineers that put it together. Not that the new ones are not amazing, but like that, that was really like a, a timestamp for Walt Disney. So I, I just hope so much that they don't ever get rid of it. I, I agree. I, I, it's one of the classics that I appreciate that I want, that I would want them to keep. Like I said, not a must do every time, but when we do it, we enjoy it. Yeah, okay. Sure. We, have come, we have come to the end. 
Number 10. It is staying in Magic Kingdom, actually staying very close to the Carousel of Progress, <laughs> the People Mover. And I think we are agreed on this one. Like this was one of the first ones we picked. And we were like, everybody has such a strong feeling on this. I'm sure we've offended people and other ones that we've brought up, like (laughs) the stupid bears. Um, But I love Carousel or People Mover. Like it usually is what we do after we get off the Carousel of Progress. I love it all times of the day. I think it's a great time to sit, get your feet up, relax. I loved watching Tron open up, you know, as they were building it. I thought that was neat. And same thing when they were doing Autotopia. It was a neat way to be able to kind of see what's going on. I like people watching and seeing everybody. Um, funny story, though, we got stuck on the People Mover on our last vacation. <laughs> and we had 15 of us. And we had to walk the track to get off of it. Oh, my like, God. It was crazy. My crazy. son's dream is to have an exit. Where he oh, walk out. don't oh, ask, just don't ask me why he, he just bring work. my best friend because now we've been stuck on the people mover. And then in Disneyland last year, we got stuck on Space Mountain and the lights got turned on the first time in my entire life that's ever happened on Space Mountain, other than being on the people mover. And if the lights happen yeah. to be on seeing it. But yeah, it's like and, and I think her and my husband and my my kids all got stuck on rock and roller coaster like she's like. I, I laugh because stuck. I'm like, you are the person that we get to experience all this stuff. And she loves Disney too. So, but yeah, people mover is, is always a number one for me. And I love the fact that the, it's so weird, but the, the walkway, the ramp that goes up, yeah. like, I feel like you're walking on the moon. <laughs> so to me, it's the technology advancement, which is broken half the time, but. So I'm glad that we put the people mover on because my mom doesn't, there are not a lot of attractions that my mother does. And she is obsessed with people mover. And so Aww. I hated this ride because of that. Really? Well, no, because initially like we'd walk in the park and before we could do anything, she's like, when are we doing the people mover? Are we doing the people mover? Like, when is it happening? So, so I was like that, that alone, like made me hate it. Um, and then I realized over the past few years, I've turned into my mother and I can't do all the attractions I used to. And now I'm like, the People Mover is the most lovely attraction in Tomorrowland. So if you haven't done it, it really is just a tram that takes you through Tomorrowland and you go inside Space Mountain and it's really cool. And we've been on it when the lights are on and you got to see what the track looks like. It's so neat. But I was just there this past January and I was there by myself and I had a day at, at Magic Kingdom to myself. <laughs> and I was like, of all the things I'm doing, I chose the People Mover. I was like, I could do anything I want. And I went on that and I was like, this is just a delightful ride through tomorrow. I was like, this is just nice. And you're right. When they were building Tron, it was the best. It was the best ride to be on to like snap some great pictures of the ride as it was being built. Um, It's just it's just fun. Just something that's easy. And I was there. I remember it went through an extended refurbishment. Yeah, it was close for a long time. I was in the park in Tomorrowland in line for the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin when it reopened. And the line, I kid you not, by the time we were out of Buzz Lightyear, you know, and I was like, oh, one, nobody's going to know that this reopened because it's literally just reopening for the first time in forever. I was like, oh, maybe we'll ride it for nostalgia's sake. I was like, I'll get video for the agency. I have never seen a line so long. Like I was like, oh, my God, people have been dying to ride this. It it's terrible. a long wait. Like yeah. it, it's deceiving because it, was- it is not yeah. fast moving. So again, like right. continuous, but 
Yeah. But it was just, I was like, just seeing because it had opened for the first time, the people who were dying to ride it and run to it. And I don't like, I can't think of like an, I mean, you know, other than like the big thrill rides or the most popular attraction, like a tram isn't something you think people would be rushing to get on when it reopens, but they were. And I was like, oh, I cannot wait in this. I was like, I'm not waiting over an hour to do the film <laughs> mover. But I was, I was surprised by how quickly, like literally we were getting into Buzz Lightyear as the tram started running. And I was like, oh, we'll be five minutes behind within that five minutes over an hour wait because wow, people just saw it moving and ran over and got in line. So I like it in the evening. I think it's also a great picture spot for the castle as well at at night. Like I think it's such a pretty view or if you ride it during fireworks, I think it's really pretty. Yeah, it is. It is really nice to see it. So no, I, I used to be anti and, and I will say this for anybody who's listening, you can be converted. This is one where I was converted. Yeah. So, but we will not be converted for country bear snavery. No, sorry. Or Mickey waffles. I don't, I don't think we have it in us. Maybe who knows? I got to figure out where the cinnamon sugar ones are. Those were very good. They said they were delicious, but well, hopefully we have kept you through all 10 things today and be warned. There will be a part two because there's the list was long and distinguished. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my Mickey podcast. Please let us know. Do you agree with us? Do you think we're crazy? Are you going to find a new podcast? Like, I hope not. No, the answer is no. Right? Exactly. But do you have some must do attractions or experiences or foods that you just have to do every time? Like, I feel like this is such a, a neat topic and you can hear so many different people's opinions on it so stay tuned for our next episode we're going to be bringing you more insider tips and updates and controversial facts apparently about what's happening at the parks and beyond and if you are considering a visit to the most magical place on earth or beyond or on sea please don't forget about our amazing sponsors the dream designers at my mickey vacation travel they're always here to help and our team of experts will make sure your trip is filled with absolutely unforgettable magical memories. Thanks again for listening and Nicole and I will see you again real soon.